peace. Blessings and so much love. Thanks for tuning in with Goddess Hadea on this lovely night. January 21st, 2022. So, here's a... I was watching um, a movie. I mean, it's a movie, but this is what goes on in real life. Um, You know, childhood trauma really affects you mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So you had this little girl. I don't, I'm not quite sure what happened to her mom. I think her mom left her in the park and she ended up in foster care. And her foster care dad was raping her on a regular basis for a lot of years. So um, the, the foster mother knew about it, but she didn't do nothing when she first found out about it. She waited uh, many, many years to, um, we had the girl removed from her home, from the home, but she never did, um, had the father, the foster father brought, you know, brought up on charges. She didn't report him. So this little dizzy girl, you know, who's a teenager now, she's 17 now, but she's been in foster care and he has been raping her. So, you know, that's trauma. That's, she's been abandoned. She's been, um, neglected. She has been, uh, sexually abused. And so that's, you know, that affects an individual. And then, so this boy or this young man was dating uh, the girl's friend. Well, they weren't dating. He actually was a pimp. And he had her out on a whole stroll, making money for him. You know how it starts. They they whine and dine you and sweet talk you and make you think you the one and just allow you to spend money and then run this game back to you, tell them how rough it is out in the streets and now because you spending all the money you gotta help bring it in. So it's just that's how he that's how he groomed her. So it was three friends. So the other friend tried to tell the seventeen year old he's a pimp. He's not he's not no fake pimp. He's a real pimp. And she tried to tell her, but, you know, she didn't want to listen to her because he was giving her attention and because she never was loved properly all her life. So here you have this guy that comes into her her world and just tell her she's beautiful, tell her everything she she wants to hear, make her feel special and good. She's the only one, spends money on her, give her this nice place to live, doing all these nice things. And she just, you know, sucking it in because nobody never did these things for her. And she wasn't, she didn't realize that he was grooming her. Even though she knew he was a pimp, she didn't think that he was going to do that to her. So he started off by, you know, manipulating her. And she finally wasn't down for it. But then she was like, oh, he said, you don't have to have sex with him or nothing. You just got to go on a date and make him look good. So, you know, he started, she didn't want to do it because she's like, she's not a whore, this and that. So, of course, he put the sad look on his face and just started making her feel guilty because he's been spending all this money on her. She's been spending money and she's not contributing. So he used that, threw it back at her. So she finally agreed to go out on a date with a man. Now, this man, the first man that she went out on a date with, he... He didn't do. He didn't try to get sexual with her. He just enjoyed her company. He was a little uh, uh, excited, <laughs> excited and nervous because I guess he was like he never seen somebody as beautiful as her. She was only seventeen. He like he about 50, 60 years old, or maybe he had fifty, sixty, fat, out of shape, and everything. So she thought, okay, this is not bad. I can go out on dates and get paid for it. 
Okay, so she goes on the second date, and she tells, she asks the her pimp, who she think is her boyfriend, is is she she gonna is he gonna be there to pick her up and make sure if anything happens he's gonna come and get her. And of course she telling her yeah. So she gets there, um, go on this date, then they go back upstairs, and she said, well it's time for her to go. He's like no no, come in the room. She was like you sure? Just for come in the room just for a little bit. So he takes her to the room and. Um, started kissing on her, so she was like, no, we not fucking, he was telling her, I paid, she said, I paid just to go on a date, he said, no, you paid to go on a date and let me fuck you, so she's like, no, I ain't with this bullshit, let me call my boyfriend, so she called her, no, he, the man called and said, you know, she's not complying, blah, 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 I paid for this and I paid for that, and so the guy told him to put the girl on the phone, and he told her, you know, he's very mean to her, so she got to do what she got, she got to do it, because she got to make that money, she owe her, blah, 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 so she laid there and let this nasty-ass motherfucker fuck her, and she just laying there, motionless, just sit still, so that's the second incident, so again, she go on the third incident, and um, it ended up wearing with a, um, a cop, so he fucked her, but then he went to fuck her again, and she was like, no. And he told her, I'll pay for two rounds. So they began to, um, they began to, he said, I'll pay for time as well. So he spent time with her, talking to her, and, you know, trying to find out a little bit about her, and you know, trying to, to encourage her to get out of it while she can. Because the, he was telling her that there's um, somebody going around killing these prostitutes. And then she doesn't even know that the friend who was with the guy first was strung out on drugs and that had and then caught HIV and then had two miscarriages. That was a result of her prostituting. So there's this boy that's in the movie. He's a teenager and he really liked her. He liked her since like uh, uh, seventh or eighth grade, but she never gave him no play. And even though she he kept sh- she kept shutting him down, and she was tell he was telling her that don't get involved with Shaka, um the Shaka that's his name Shaka, don't get involved with Shaka. He's a pimp. He's gonna have you selling your body. She didn't want to listen to him. She didn't want to listen to nobody because you know this man was showing her love or what she thought was love. So he continued to try to help her. So he fa- fa- moving forward, he finally convinced her to, um, you know, leave, and he set up, he came and got her, set up, set it up so she can go to another state to get herself together, but before that could happen, um, the guy found out where he lived at, came the pimp, he came to the house, and wound up beating the 17-year-old boy in the head with the gun, and then tried to take the, um, you know, his prostitute with him. She refusing to leave. So they started um, arguing and carrying on. And then the friend who had HIV came and she shot the guy, the pimp. So the pimp was still fighting with the the 17-year-old, even though after he got shot. And she he wound up shooting her, the, the 17-year-old. So she wound up dying, and um, I just turned it off because 
uh, just wanted to see what was going to happen with her. She was trying to get out of it. He wasn't a trying to allow allow her to do that. He wasn't giving her the freedom to do that because he um, felt that she owed him. But when you think about trauma, you got to look at why he became a pimp. Why was he doing these things to women? But come to find out, his mother was verbally abusive to him, telling him just like your daddy, you ain't gonna be about shit. Um, calling him a stupid motherfucker because when he was a little boy, he liked it this girl. So he bought her gift and he went to go ask her to be his girlfriend, but she told him no, and he gave her the gift anyway. So he came back upstairs, he was very sad, and he sat down and he was crying. So his mother asked him, what's wrong? So she, he said, I asked uh, her to be my girlfriend. So the mom was like, what she said? She said, no. And she said, well, did you give, you gave her that gift? And he was like, yeah, I gave her the gift. The mother cursed the little boy. I said, you going, let me get this straight. You going to ask this girl to be your girlfriend. She's going to tell you no. Then you're going to be a dumb motherfucker and give her a motherfucking gift. And she told you she want to fuck the motherfucker across the street. You're a dumb motherfucker. Go in the room and get all your fucking toys and throw them in the fucking bag. And he was like, no, no, no. So she went and got and threw all his shit out. So at, so he fast forward when he's older, he came by and gave her two grand. And she was very, very disrespectful to him. So then I saw, I, I made the connection with, he had a... He was angry at his mother, so he took it out on women and abused them. But it was all because of what his mother done to him. That's what I'm saying, when trauma affects us so deeply, and when we grow up and get into relationships, if you had trauma, you didn't heal those those trauma-related issues is going to show up in all your relationships and how you relate to people, how you uh, interact with your partner in the relationship. It's going to show up if you don't get the healing. But it was a very sad case, you know. She was molested, and she told she told the boy that liked her while she did it, she said, all my life, I just, men just wanted, what she said, all my life, I just felt I had to give my body away to these men. She just felt that she had to do it. And that's all because that boy, that foster dad, took coverage in the and was raping her all those years. And that's what she felt. So sad. But gotta go. God is hot to you.